0: Welcome to ZEOCAST, six questions for industry leaders in uncrewed aerial systems, geospatial, artificial intelligence, autonomy, and the industries that support them. Brought to you by ZEO AIR. I'm your host, Bronwyn Morgan. Sit back and enjoy this week's guest. Today on Zeocast, we have Stephanie Jones. Stephanie is the Associate Vice President of Flight Operations for Drone Express. Drone Express is a logistics company focused on bringing safe, reliable, autonomous, eco-friendly package delivery throughout the country. Stephanie helps empower a diverse team of proficient, independent pilots and thinkers whose mission is to make life easier by bringing customers what they need, when they need it, and where they need it. Stephanie is also the first black female to bring drone delivery operations to Atlanta, Georgia, and will be spearheading initiatives to expand in various cities and locations. Stephanie puts safety first in all of her operations and loves demonstrating efficient, sustainable, last mile drone delivery done with precision. Join me in welcoming Stephanie Jones. Stephanie Jones, it is so great to finally get you on Zeocast. I'm so excited to have you on, and we got a lot to talk about. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Bronwyn. Um, the pleasure is truly mine. You are doing incredible things. So, this is truly my pleasure, and I look forward oh. to speaking to you. Yes.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Well, I think you and I might be the only two people in the drone industry, (laughs) not a commercial UAV this week in Las Vegas, but that's all right. We're holding it down for everybody else.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, let's talk a little bit about the work that you're doing in drone delivery and, you know, drone operations, fleet management. I mean, you get got a lot of stuff happening right now. Um, but tell us about your background and how you made the transition to drone operations.
1: Um, well, I, I kind of like to go to my, my my special beginnings when I was young, mm-hmm. um, when my father, um, he was in the Air Force. And I frequently hung out with him on the base, um, and um, I would hop in and out of fighter plane cockpits like I was being deployed to save the world. Um, Often, I would tell my father how I wanted to be a pilot. So uh, some nights, he would drive me to CMH's airport, which is in Columbus, Ohio, Uh uh, pull to the side of the road, place me on top of the... A hood of the car, where I would just mm-hmm. lean back and watch the planes fly over us. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, uh, like, fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, share I, that past experience as right, well with right. my dad, the same.
0: But really ahead, please. Yeah, really?
1: exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. It makes sense even more now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, Going forward, I I never thought after being let go from a middle school, I used to teach fifth grade English language arts for um, missing too many days at once for being extremely sick, early February 2021, if Mm -hmm. you can follow me there. Yeah, I can. My inner child (laughs) will remind me that I wanted to be a pilot. Um, But unfortunately, my age and my stigmas reminded me that the cockpit was no longer an option. So, um, But she also reminded me that I'm an incredible photographer who has an eye that seeks stunning angles. So Mm -hmm. I researched how I could stand out as a professional photographer and I stumbled upon drone photography. Um, I bought a cheap holy stone to crash Mm -hmm. and figure out how to control (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and found myself falling in love with the experience. So soon after that, I realized I wanted more. And, um, and that was a career in drone technology. And that deep desire is what led me to drone express.
0: Wow. Um, That is uh, what an incredible transition story. Um, So, Let's get into Drone Express. What are you guys doing there? What's happening? What are y'all working on?
1: Oh, wow. We're doing some incredible things, Bronwyn. You know I can't tell you everything. Mm -hmm. But um, as Associate Vice President of Flight Operations in our Department of Business Development, Mm -hmm. um, I'm leading us to safe, efficient, and sustainable operations that will, will, of course, (laughs) forge Drone Express as a game-changing last-mile delivery solution that uh-huh. delivers what you need when you need it and where you need it, right? Uh-huh. So to put it in a nutshell, I design strategies and infrastructures that um, allow us to ultimately meet those demands of the modern day consumer by providing them a scalable solution for last mile delivery. Uh-huh. So that's that's what I do. Um, and that's what uh-huh. we're doing.
0: Wow. Wow. Um- So when I think about what you're just saying with with delivery, can you share with us what you guys are delivering right now? Is that still kind of under wraps?
1: Oh, no, no, no. We're um, currently uh, three of our partners, Kroger, Wind Supply, Papa John's, um, actually very proud to say that uh, I led uh, an operation here in Atlanta delivering pizzas for Papa John's. Mm-hmm. We're taking that operation to Miamisburg, Ohio. And so I'm also excited about that as well. Mm-hmm. And um, people keep you know, knocking on our doors to become partners, which is an incredible thing. But of course, you and I both know that we can't put the cart in front of the horse. So right. we try to really be very strategic in how we move um, and who we're partnering with.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, for all the right reasons. So, you know, one of the, th- the first things that comes to mind when this subject comes up, you know, what are the biggest challenges facing residential drone delivery? I mean, there's plenty. Well, what, what are the ones from your perspective?
1: <laughs> well, um, I would say the biggest challenges facing residential drone delivery would actually be the negative attitudes, unfortunately. Some of the residents have towards drone technology, right ah. yeah, and and I would say that is the biggest challenge, right mm-hmm. um, because we come into people's communities and you know we' we're like, we have this incredible service for you, and you know this isn't and that, and this isn't and that, and yes it's it's always it's always been a great experience when you've actually gotten the opportunity to experience it but but those who are just uncomfortable with the technology, we we get a little, um, we unfortunately aren't able to be on the same page with them until they actually get a chance to see what we do. Uh-huh. Um, and then there, of course, is the maneuvering of our drones around obstacles, like sure. trees and electrical wires during daytime and, and nighttime hours when uh, winds are high. Uh-huh. So, um, We train to prepare our pilots to fly in high gust and uh, empower them to make real-time judgment calls that never, never, ever compromise our safety standards. Uh Um, One of our keys to being efficient is leveling up our drone pilots to be UAS aviators, right, Uh with impeccable customer service skills. So it's just basically making sure that despite all of these challenges that are that are going to be there out in the field and and so on and so on is that we at least have a prepared crew to deal with all of them.
0: Absolutely. Wow. That's, uh, that's incredible. And so, um, <clears throat> you know, based on the fact that you've got a pilot crew that's out here, uh, out there managing this for you, um, how, how do you think this is going to go over time in terms of, Managing various drone deliveries from multiple retailers during a the day—will uh, there be a central company, perhaps, that manages, like you guys, all fleets, perhaps, or just larger drones that carry, you know, many packages across various retailers, uh, like a UPS truck would? You know, how how do you see that
1: coming to uh, to play? <laughs> um, Brian, please don't be disappointed with my aim- answer. <laughs> but- <laughs> Uh, I am not able to share specifics regarding how we are able right. to manage various drone deliveries from multiple retailers during a day. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, if I do tell you, I'll have to send a swarm of drones. And, oh, you know.
0: no. <laughs> I know what that means. I, I watched Spider-Man. Uh, was it No Way Home? I saw what could happen. Uh, but you but, do but- think that. There, there will be a, a, a like you guys a combining force. You know, I know Amazon's talking about it, but where, where you can, you know, collect this, and so that there, there may be fewer drones in the, in the air. I, I'm not sure. All, all, I can say.
1: Yeah. And all, I, all I will say to avoid all right. that swarm of drones. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Is that our scalable solutions involve a seamless infrastructure that includes uh, API architecture. AI technology and operation strategies. Okay. And, and you know, I, I hope that will give you some idea of yeah. how we're, we're at least being strategic and careful with how we carry out those operations, right?
0: Right. And I want to come to some of that in a minute just to see if, you know, how much you can uh, respond to a piece of that. But when we think about... You know the, 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 you know, the number one thing that all of mm-hmm. us are, are focused on is safety, right? And so how do we create safe integration, not just for you guys, but period, um, versus other aviation equipment that's aloft at any given time so that we can manage uh, kind of these, uh, if you will, skyways of, of traffic? You know, you've got me over here in inspection and mapping, you got you guys in delivery. You've got you know eventually, eventually, you know you uh, uh, urban air mobility. How do you see that at a larger level uh, coming together to kind of create this kind of safe integration into in into the into the national airspace?
1: Well, that's a very important question because yes, we we have to prioritize safety mm-hmm. in in those operations, especially collectively, right? Mm-hmm. Um, We are currently installing a system that broadcasts our position as well as receive everybody else's position in the air, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. remote ID, right, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which we all know is sanctioned by the FAA. So so whether we want to be safe or not, if we're not, you know, the FAA is demanding that. Um, We at least let everyone know that we're in the air and and that we're able to see who else is in the air. Mm -hmm. Um, But we know that remote ID won't be available to the average Joe. Um, That will be uh, for like a policeman who's witnessing a drone doing dangerous things. Right. Right. And they'll be able to pull out their phone and see who is um, operating in that location Mm -hmm. to intercede it. So even though ADBS is being replaced by remote ID, right now we use ADSB for collision avoidance and identifying manned aircraft. Mm. Um, and as it stands, unmanned aircraft are not allowed to broadcast their position to manned aircraft using ADBS, ads i right. I'm sorry. Right, right. So if an unmanned aircraft enters the area, they have the right of way Um well, we can receive the signal. They are brought They are broadcasting from their ADSB and use their position for auto avoidance. Right. So I think that... you
0: were you were meaning manned aircraft. So right. sorry. yeah, yeah. Manned no, you're aircraft. fine. Yes, yeah, no, you're me. fine. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is this is the magic uh, that we're all looking to um, yeah, to be integrated into these systems. You know, we've got the end of this year, um, and as we're looking at uh, at, at least the current manufacturers to date, to and all the future ones, to make sure that this is uh, our uh, remote ID is is um, embedded uh, into the systems, and then of course uh, aftermarket uh, capabilities for people that you know already have uh, UAVs and don't want to have to go out and buy a bunch of new ones.
1: Um, but, but it's still a little scary, right? I mean, think yeah. About- But I guess say if you and I are out flying our drones, just kicking it, having a a blast, grabbing some great photography and video footage, Mm -hmm. and we uh, come upon that negative attitude, right, Mm -hmm. with some of the um, people who we may be flying over, right? Mm -hmm. And with that ID, they may be able to know exactly where we are confront us and create some type of uncomfortable or dangerous situation right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it, to me it's like this it's it's, it's there's always going to be pro and cons to all of it um but at the but at the end of the day it's it's the faa's responsibility alongside with us to make sure that the um the sky is safe yeah. and that those who aren't doing what they're supposed to do uh to continue uh to allow our skies to be safe, are able to be identified and dealt with appropriately.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we don't want any bad actors out there. It creates a, a hazard, um, and then it just creates a challenge for all of us in the industry. Um, and as we move forward, insurance-wise, and you know, to your to the very point that you're making with the public, uh, and it just uh, it jeopardizes uh, the you know all the business use cases. So I 100% agree with that. And so when you think about um, this future state, and I don't want you to have to send the swarm after me, but <laughs> do, you, do you see, um, of course, the entire process eventually will be automated um, and AI will make this kind of standard operating procedures of the future. Do you, do you think we're just going to see literally swarms um, and fleets out at any given time uh, roaming around? doing various uh, um, deliveries? Do you, Is that what you think we're, we're going to look up and see in the sky? Will the sky be dotted, you know, with little drones everywhere delivering?
1: Well, that's actually one of my fears mm. <laughs> because that's it's chaos. To mm-hmm. some, it may seem like, you know, it's it's controlled chaos, but that will be a chaotic situation where you have multiple operations going on at the same time um and i'm not sure how we'll be able to um integrate an adsb type you know system where everyone could be aware of each other right mm-hmm. and or if the artificial intelligence actually has been programmed to um, avoid each right. other. I mean, obstacle avoidance is, is, right. is one that, you know, um, is an important one. But I, I think that much like a 747, right, right. that takes right. off then goes into autopilot. Right. We also, we get a destination. We, we plot the course and the waypoints. Oh. We implement the pilot intervention where needed to ensure our operations are remaining safe. Um, and we enable our autonomous flight option, which we know yes. provides a steadier and more efficient flight than any pilot could do. So, could do. Absolutely. So, right. if we're all doing that at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Then maybe it won't be that scary. But right. I, and then we also have the wildlife. We have the birds. We 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 have bees. We have the things that. Um, and, and I think also the weather, right? It will limit some of that as well. So mm-hmm. I think if we can do it together, and I'm talking about like competitors working with each other and, yeah. um, and people who are just flying for fun, uh, if, if we could figure out how to do it together, then it won't be, it's, it's tricky because I know that this is something that we truly need, especially if we had right. um, another pandemic, right? Right. Which so many people are predicting will will hit us sooner than later. Right. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. what if all of a sudden everybody needs medicine and no one can, you know, have face to face contact? Then we have to deploy all these drones or all these different types of infrastructures that allow us to um, be. um, Be careful of, of of how we how we get those things to the people, right? right. So, and everybody's drones are different. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. So, but
0: I think you bring up a good point. I think you bring up a good point in that if you think about current commercial aviation, everybody does work together in a system. Right. Uh, whether you are a, you know, a commercial uh, passenger airliner or military or cargo, um, uh, everybody, or private, small... Everybody is working together using these same rules, which does not in any way prevent uh, anyone's uh, uh, mission to be carried out. It's just that we know for safety reasons, we do have to cooperate together. I think that, that's a great point.
1: We have to. We have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and in regards to the future, Bronwyn, as long as we prioritize safety in all of our standard procedures... The way we use autonomous systems and AI will allow us to continue to to demonstrate last mile drone delivery done with precision.
0: Right. Well, wow. Well, <laughs> listen, we could talk about this all day long. And, and I, I think this is an interesting perspective when it comes to delivery. I know everybody, a lot of people are anxious for it for, you know, they're excited and looking forward to it. Other people, to your to your point, are reticent. So we shall see. And we're going to look forward to people like you to, to lead the way. Well, listen, these have been your six questions. We look forward to having you back on in the future. But I want to thank you so much for joining us on Zeocast today.
1: Oh, Bronwyn, thank you so much for having me. You are doing incredible things. Keep doing great things, and thank you for allowing me to highlight the great things that Joan Express is doing and will be doing. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Thanks so much, Stephanie. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. ZEOCAST is a podcast dedicated to all things uncrewed, geospatial, AI, and autonomous. Only six questions per guest, so you get the essence of their wisdom. Brought to you by Zio AIR, an outsourced AI-based drone services, data analytics, and autonomous platform for critical infrastructure, civil infrastructure, catastrophe and disaster, and climate observation. Visit us at www.zioair.com.